The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, August 29th, and we are here answering financial questions. Whatever is going on for you, it's a big deal. We want to hear from you. Nothing too big, nothing too small, does not matter. We just love the contact with you. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Now, while you're on the website, we've got a whole bunch of content that's free. We've got the free weekly newsletter. We've got the blog. We've got uh, other shows. We've got videos and resources. And if you've got some money to spend, I'll help you spend it. You can buy my book, The Great Money Reset, which is really inspired by my conversations with you guys, people who are doing amazing things with their lives and kind of helping give you a framework to make big decisions in your life. And you should also check out our subscription service, Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars. The next one is coming up so soon. Nate Burleson on Wednesday, September 13th, where Nate Burleson is so cool. He's a former football player, very savvy guy about money. He's a studio analyst for CBS's The NFL Today Show. He is the co-anchor of CBS Mornings. We're going to talk about the NFL season that's coming up, storylines that he's following the business of professional sports and we'll probably dip into a little personal finance because he loves that world if you would like to join us you can subscribe to jill on money live for 35 bucks that's a lot of stuff you're getting for 35 bucks not to mention we've got a lot of other bonus content that lives behind the paywall okay right now let's do an email this is from susan Okay, Susan was widowed 13 and a half years ago, and she says, I have tried to educate myself since my husband's death, but feel inadequate in my knowledge. I listen to you talk to other listeners, and it sounds like ETFs and index funds are the way to go. I barely glance at my monthly statements. I thought I was mostly in ETFs, but I realized the majority of my investments are in mutual funds. And she says, when I Googled the difference, I realized they cost more. I have a financial advisor. I just talked to him last week. He said, I am in mostly exchange traded funds. I hired this advisor two years ago. He's a CFP and a fiduciary. He charges me 1% of my assets. My previous advisor flipped me to 70% bonds, 30% stocks when the pandemic hit. So I lost out on the gains. Oh, yeah, yeah. These people with their market timing. 
Susan is 64. She would love to retire at 65. She says, I don't think this is realistic. Okay, here's what she gets. She will start receiving survivor benefits this month, $21.67 a month. It is reduced because she's still working. Okay, here's what she's got. About $740,000 pre-tax IRA, $173,000 in a brokerage, thirty, oh, almost $40,000 in a beneficiary IRA from her mom who passed away in 2020. And she said, the plan is to draw from this account first. When I retire, I'll have five years to still withdraw. Uh, I am starting the required withdrawals dictated by the SECURE Act. Okay. I have an inherited annuity as well. It's worth $30,000. I'll be withdrawing from in the next three years. $16,000 in a 403B. It's pre-tax. And she's she's uh, contributing 6%. Gets a little match on that. 137,000 in online savings, 29 grand in a money market account. She makes $40,000 a year. She updated her estate documents. She wanted to get my thoughts on can she retire at her full retirement age of 66 and 10 months and be okay? Is the large amount of my IRA mutual funds, is it reasonable? I wish I could retire when I turn 65 next year. I'm tired of working and being responsible for everything. I don't have support kind of tired of doing everything on my own and she owns a condo it's worth 290 grand she's got hundred forty three thousand dollars on her mortgage the rates low three and a quarter percent needs updating it is the first home i purchased since my husband's death and it's the first time i took out a mortgage i had purchased two other homes with cash and my condo value has gone up by forty thousand dollars since buying it in 2021 And she says, I'm thinking I can sell it, make a profit, rental until I retire. And if I stay, I have to do the upgrades. I don't think I'll ever recoup the money. Three grown children. Two still depend on me for financial help every now and again. The other one is totally independent. No pension. Health care is through work. Thanks for taking the time. All right. So, you know, one thing that she didn't mention was how much she needs to live on. But she's basically, she's making 40 grand a year. I don't think there's a problem here. I mean, you're going to have, first of all, you, you make 40 grand a year right now. Then you're going to start pulling money out of your retirement account, um, out of your inherited account. You'll use that money to, you know, I think essentially pad the money in that first year that you'll probably when you're not working. I think I would just use that and basically say that's 40. Now I'm not working for a year. I've got 40 coming in. That's one year down. And then you file for your Social Security after that, you know, at your full retirement age, I think you kind of make it here. And it seems to me that you're a little bit in your head around this. You've got a lot of money. You're not living. I mean, again, you didn't tell me how much money you need to live on. But if you're making 40 grand a year and not pulling a lot of money out right now from these other accounts, you should be fine. In terms of the condo, If you wanted to sell it uh, and rent, that's fine. But, you know, you got to make sure you know that you can rent something that's reasonable. And maybe it makes more sense to just stay where you are until you retire and then do it. I don't know. That's a that's more of like a quality of life uh, question. If your advisor has told you that you're mostly in exchange traded funds, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That seems like it's just okay. I think that you are really making yourself a little crazy. 
given the numbers you've said it, presuming you're not spending a ton of money more than that 40 grand that you're earning, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. Unless I'm missing something, you can follow up. Okay, this is from Anonymous who wants to know what to do with savings from a home sale. Okay, we have around $26,000 in savings and I will be making $43,000 from an upcoming home sale. Our current debts include two car loans, 64 grand, oh my God, and upcoming student loans, which will be $65,000. All debts are 5% or less in terms of interest rates. We only have $10,000 saved for retirement, but we will be getting a pension of $77,000 a year when I retire. What should we do with the money? So first of all, it probably makes sense that you beef up your your um, emergency reserves a little bit in terms of your income, how much your actual expenses are and all of that. But you probably need a little bit more money in savings. Try to get six months of your expenses in there. Then once you do that, I would take the most expensive of the two car loans and chip away at that and see if we can get rid of that. I mean, $1,200 a month is a lot for a car loan. So if you if they're very low interest rates, fine. But just uh, I would say that if it's a 5% loan, then I would absolutely start to get rid of that as quickly as possible. As soon as we can get rid of some of this debt, then start saving more for retirement because you'll need some supplemental retirement. This is from Chris, who says, I love your show. It's making a huge difference in my life. I catch every episode and I've heard you mention taking the weekends off. And I absolutely 100% think you both need to take the weekends off. We could also use the time to catch up on episodes. So there's that. Love you guys. And thanks so much, Mark. Chris wants us to take the weekends off. I mean, I could take the weekends off. We'll have to see. Let's we are going to have to do a poll and see. People want us to take the weekends off. Fine. We'll take the weekends off. We'll we'll clear your feet out for the weekends. Maybe seven is not. Let me re-sign with a podcast company. Okay. And then I'll go from there. We'll make a decision. Let's make a decision on that. Not for the summer since we're killing ourselves to do all these episodes. Maybe it's a 2024 thing. I have to think about that. Maybe. Dave says, I listen to your podcast every day. I have a large amount of capital gain in my brokerage account from inherited stocks. My wife is retired and I hope to be retired in four years. Aside from taking the hit a little each year, any other recommendations or options? Yes. I hope you have a ton of money because this is an, this is an option that works really well if you're charitable and have money. Maybe you start thinking about a charitable trust. What you do is like I have one through Fidelity. There are other places that do this, but you can basically take a low basis stock, contribute it to your charitable trust, and then dribble out the donations that you want to make in the future. So you get the tax deduction this year, the year you transfer that money from the the, the low basis stock, the money goes into the account, you got the tax deduction, and then you can invest the money again. You know, you can just put it in different stuff, but that's one way. Or you could just give low basis stocks away as a charitable gift. But I love the charitable trust. By the way, I don't know how much of a capital gain you have and what your income is, but, you know, capital gains rates are very low. So if you make, you know, less than, say, 250 grand, you're going to pay a 15% capital gains rate. Maybe you should just pay it and move on. Okay. 
Uh, one more. This is from Manny. How can I invest and what should I invest in for my four-year-old great-grandson? Manny, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, pop in a, a little 529 plan. Let's get that going. And that grandson will be able to use that money for education in the future. It's a tax-efficient way to do it. So let us know what state you live in, and maybe we can help you out with that. The 529 plan for education, my favorite way to invest for young people. All right, that is it. That is the program. We thank you so much for listening. As always, we direct you to our website, jillonmoney.com. That's where our content lives. If you go there, there's a Contact Us button. Click it. Tell us what's going on and check the box if you want to come on the air. Mark does everything else. Don't forget that we've got a free weekly newsletter and a paid live subscription service. 35 bucks for a year. That gives you access to quarterly live webinars and more bonus content like great interviews that live behind the very low paywall. It's not even a paywall. It's sort of like What's that? Uh, it's a hurdle. What, it's like a low thing. It's like a, a yoga block. That's about the size of our paywall. You should check it out. And don't forget, if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.